0: Listening to Faith FM, the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. He is eating some very strange concoction. I'm not exactly sure what it is. It actually frightens me. And while he's eating that, I'm going to be reading some text messages. It even smells a little bit funky. Uh, I will keep you in my prayers, Lawson. That does not look healthy. Uh, But okay, keep eating. He's eating, and now he's mad at me as well, too. And that's the best part as well. Let's uh, get our text messages going. Suzanne texts us: The game I am Jesus Christ has been played by centuries of popes. Oh, oh! Oh! That is amazing. that was <laughs> a, a banger, super good. That text. is a banger. I love it. She even got a little emoji with the eyes up, like Wah! yeah. That's I love doing. it. Great, great text. Uh, thank you so much. That was awesome. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm appropriating. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's Faith FM's now. Yeah. So, Rachel texts in, love most of the music you guys play, but don't love the song Reckless. That medley is so-so. Is God's love reckless? Was it Rash and Impetuous? Hmm. Interesting thoughts. I I totally, I actually really agree with your
1: sentiment. Hmm. I, you know, yeah, the idea of, of reckless
0: love. Reckless love?
1: I'm like, God's love is overwhelming. Because it's absolutely undeserved, and that's like some of the lyrics in the song. It's like I don't deserve it. All these kinds of things. But yeah, reckless. I, I think it can make people. It's a bit, bit of a, bit of a crunchy word.
0: Love the feedback, Rachel. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Raphael texts: I am Jesus. Game. Dot. 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 All caps. No, I am not. <laughs> Nor will I ever be. It's absolutely. actually blasphemous. I am sure he meant well, but all caps. There's a limit to games, and this one, cross the line. Hmm, emoji with the little hand on the chin, a little bit of a slash angry face, and then this one I have not seen. First time in the Faith FM emoji game, uh, the guy with the two money sign eyes and the green tongue sticking out. Mm. Very good choice of emojis Mm. there, Raphael. George texts us, morning team, I missed the network that was mentioned Uh, that is swinging away from the LGBT agenda, Uh, please mention again or text me the answer. It's actually Great American Family. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the – can you double-check that? Yeah, yeah. I I believe that's what it was. So it's Great American Family, Family, and it is available on uh, different streaming apps. I'm not sure if it's available here in Australia yet. Uh, They can also get a VPN. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like. Okay, well, we'll let Lawson uh, walk you through the VPN life. Uh, but, yes, uh, you, there's ways to get it. A uh, great American family, though, is kind of the the zagging when the rest of the world is a zigging uh, network mm. television network, I guess. It's yep. like a television network, a uh, media network now, I guess we call it. All right, we're going to keep going here. George, so Great American Family. Is that what it is? You checked it? Yes. Great American Family. Check it out. Uh, Steven says, people and sex identity look upon them as Jesus would. Mm -hmm. Deep. Absolutely.
1: Like, the the... Because I, I think that's regarding, you know, the comment that had been made about the actress, uh, Candace Cameron Burr. She's like, Oh, yeah, I would like to be a part of a network that doesn't promote that agenda. And then she's being called a hypocrite for it and saying, like, you're not like Jesus at all. But it's Jesus who, whilst like, I, I see, for example, the woman caught in adultery, like, she is a sex worker. Um, and like, that is a sinful profession. To do that is like she sinning, just the same as if someone is murdering or a part of the LGBT community. It's all it's all regarded. It's all classed as sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus is the one who says, you know, like neither do I condemn you. But then furthermore, Jesus says, go and, go sin, and no sin more. No more. Yep. And this is this is our attitude ultimately towards sin: is that yeah, we we love people. I ha- I hate the cliche saying, you know, love the sin. I hate the sin. I feel like it's lost its meaning because so many people. User all the time. But it's essentially that idea of, yeah, we are to look upon them as Jesus did, which is as a person who wanted the best for them and wanted them to leave the life of sin behind and wanted them to come to him and repent.
0: We've got some more text messages here, but before we do, I forgot, we have to do a quiz. We the have day. to do the quiz. Yeah. That's right. What was Jedediah's
1: other more well-known name?
0: Jedediah.
1: Jedediah. It's just a sick name. It's,
0: I, I love it. I literally... And then you can just call your kid I, Jed. 100% would name one of my kids Jedediah.
1: Jedediah. But what was the other well-known name of Jedediah? 0491 064 669 is the number to call or text. If you know the answer to that one, you will go into the draw to win our biographies, our trifecta, the richest caveman, a thousand shall fall... And under the shadow, we'll give you those for free. All you have to do is answer the questions correctly. And all you have to do to get those answers in 0491-064-669. That's the number to call or text. Again, what was Jedediah's other more well-known name?
0: Okay, we're gonna. I'm going to go a little bit off topic here, and I apologize. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening, uh, also text us in some cool baby names. I've been thinking about baby names lately, and here's some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay? Zebedee. Okay. Okay. The father of James and John. Uh And then his middle name would be Thunder. Uh huh. So Zebedee, the father of the sons of Thunder. Yeah. So it'd be Zebedee, it'd be Thunder, Thunder. Mm -hmm. Last name, Pinland, of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next one, Rifle, Pinland. My my daughter does Rifle, not like that one. <laughs> Rifle pemlet.
1: <laughs> yes, I am an NRA member. How did you know?
0: <laughs> and then the other one is uh, Cannon Curry. I was like a uh, Cannon Curry pidlin, uh, but I'm not sure if that. I, I don't know if I
1: like Curry as anything but a last name.
0: <laughs> yeah, fine. I feel like if it's I'm a first name. Just trying to get into the just... Stephen Curry family. That's right. That's right. Um, Cannon Curry, I think. But Cannon, because it's like Cannon of the Bible. Okay. Oh, you didn't see that coming, did you? You thought I was just talking about weaponry because I'm American. You could be be talking about music.
1: Cannon. (laughs) You know, a cannon.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I think personally. That's true, too. A name that I've really. Triple
0: Entendre.
1: Triple Entendre, that's right. A name that personally, like, I've been. Like, since I am young, actually. Like, since I was like 15, I thought was like a cool baby name would be Baltimore. <laughs> the, really?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Have you been to that city? Yeah, it's trash. It's, it's wild. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's probably one of the most gnarly cities. Yeah, it's like in, one of the highest
1: homeless population in and the high,
0: highest everything. Yeah, everything. You want to get statistics? Go to Baltimore. But Baltimore, it's dude, dude and
1: especially because my last name is Walters. So, like, Baltimore Walters. Dude,
0: nickname <laughs> Baltimore Walters is a cool name.
1: Dude, and his nickname could just be Bolters. Oh, and his nick Bolters. nickname could just be
0: Bolt. <laughs> or well, no, that's something I've learned. Australians do not just do the one syllable. Uh. Uh-huh. Like they, like even Blake they're like oh Blakey you know oh, like, yeah, sure. but it, it, I can see Balty Balto Balto oh, Balto Balty, you know Balters
1: yeah. that would be like say you know when you finish year 12 and you have those like shirts with the names on the back like his name on the back would be Balters
0: I could also I could also see you know how they change the name from Murray to Muzza I could yeah. see like Buzza but ba- <laughs> dude this is Baltimore's so, a cool name
1: so much potential okay, so much I'm potential adding it to
0: my list Baltimore. (laughs) Baltimore. We got another text message. Trump to run again. Both the Democrat and Republican parties are owned by the papacy. Reference to our other text message there, Mm -hmm. interestingly enough. Under the control of the Jesuits, the Democrats are the anti-Christians party or woke party, and the Republican is a religious face party. Whoever wins the 2024 elections will bring in Sunday laws. Sunday laws are papal Catholic laws. COP27 has made sure of that with climate Sunday laws. Prophetically, it should be the Christian Republican face party that should win for church uh, and state to unite. Hmm. And then little purple devil horn... Emoji with three prayer hands. Wild stuff coming in. Braden texts, regarding being called a bigot for supporting biblical definition of marriage, this is so typical. They say they're all open to accepting everyone's differences unless those beliefs differ from their own. This is a good point, actually. Which, by definition, makes them the hypocrites. But mm-hmm. we, as a Christian, should be kind to those people. Absolutely. Those are great points. That's yep. a really, really great text. Braden Brayden. Thank you so much. Uh, Another text message here. Actually, just
1: quickly, I got a text from Brayden. Uh, Ouch, Lawson, here I thought we were friends. (laughs) That's because Brayden is from New Zealand. Hey, I love Kiwis. And and then I got a text from Suzanne as well. She's like, you need to meet more Kiwis, Lawson. We are an awesome bunch. And uh, look, I know some great Kiwis. (sighs) I just don't like them. What?
0: No, I'm just oh, kidding. I'm just kidding. Lawson, no. I am I'm sorry just, to our Kiwi I'm community. Just, I'm just
1: hating for the sake of hate. Guys. Oh, that's terrible, uh, Lawson. I'm just, I'm just, but I'll tell you this. I'm just
0: pranking. I learned when I came to Australia, mm-hmm. and I thought a bunch of the Aussies just wanted to fight me all the time, but what I learned is in Australian culture, when they do exactly what you just did, what you're really saying is, I love you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: New Zealand's like one of our greatest allies, and there's plenty of New Zealand people who I love. So. Shout out New Zealand.
0: You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. I love how in the same sentence you're like, I hate Kiwis. Shout out New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guess what? I love Kiwis and I love New Zealand. And if anyone wants to pay for us to go and do Faith FM live in New Zealand to see how great it is, we're Look, I'm donations. open to
1: having my mind changed <laughs> on getting a by having an all the expenses paid trip to New Zealand. I'm totally open to that. Actually, that's a great idea. I would idea. love some re-education <laughs> about New Zealand. <laughs> <A re-education.
0: laughs> so, um, can I jump on that <laughs> yeah, as well too? Sure, let's sure. let's go do Faith FM from New Zealand Like I know you did it in Ethiopia. Yeah, let's do it from New Zealand. Absolutely. Okay, set this up, Kiwis. If it's so good, and I know it's really good. Yeah. Want to go? Yeah. If it's so good, we got to convince Lawson together. Yeah, by giving me an all-expenses-paid <laughs> trip to New Zealand. And I have to go as a supervisor because we can't trust <laughs> it over there by itself. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Here's another text message that's just come in. The mere fact that Christmas movies, as you mentioned, are removing same-sex couples. It should tell us who's in charge behind the scenes. These things don't happen by accident. Hollywood is Jesuit entertainment. Ooh, getting wild. George texts in with this one. This one's cool. I've, these are brand new emojis that I haven't seen. This is a honeybee emoji, a thumbs up emoji, smiley with the eyes kind of half closed emoji, and two more thumbs up. saying, beeswax on the wooden chopping board, guys. Doesn't go rancid like other oils. Ooh, Ooh George with the with the knowledge. Cooking tips. Okay, here we got another one from Brayden. Question mark emoji. Hmm, emoji with the hand on the chin. Moon rocket. Smiley face. I'm excited to get higher quality photos coming back. What is he thinking here? What what is he saying with these emojis? Like, I wonder what the moon would look like from a rocket ship in space. Yes, I don't know. Maybe we're missing. We've
1: we, we we're like not the best interpreters of emojis. Blake claims to be, but
0: <laughs> I'm a hieroglyphics reader of emojis <laughs> here. But clearly, clearly he's questioning. He's clearly questioning what the moon would look like from space. <laughs> okay. Brayden, please <laughs> confirm. 491 And then uh, finally here we got another text. Jesus loves the sinner, but not the sin. But you must repent. Exactly what you were talking Absolutely. about before. Yeah. Uh, no one will make it uh, to heaven without repenting their oh, sin. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then finally, uh, Braden takes <laughs> in. Uh, isn't Buzza already taken for Barry? Don't worry, Lawson. I support any other team apart from Australia, unless of course England is playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh getting spicy with the with, with the, the knife in the back. Are you serious?
1: And and wow. ba- it's Baza, like with wow. for Barry it's like B A Z Z A. Yeah. yeah. So That's that is taken. Yeah. Yeah. Baltimore. But Baltimore.
0: Balters. Bolt. <laughs> but ba- or Balto. Balto. I think that's a dog in Alaska oh, that saved a bunch of kids.
1: There's a here in Lake Macquarie. There's a suburb called Bolton point and we call it Bolto. Bolto. That's where my sister lives. So shout out her. Oh, I've got one more text message here as well. I use my Nutribullet for making cashew sauces works fine under around a hundred bucks, uh, but it's not as good as a food processor, but it can grind <laughs> things like flaxseed. So shout out Johanna, She's giving us the tips here.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got another text from Patricia. Are you kidding about names or joking? Please, not for the air. The poor baby has to live with that terrible name. Sad what? face, sad face. <laughs> but she might be talking about my other ones I as well, she, too. I think yeah. she's talking about Curry. Or, no, or uh, Cannon. <laughs> cannon or, or Rifle. Or rifle. <laughs> Surely she's not
1: talking about the greatest name ever, Baltimore.
0: Baltimore. Baltimore you know, I'm, Walters. I'm, I'm, you're winning me over. Yeah. Baltimore Walters sounds like a running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Baltimore Walters from the University of Utah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into our Bible study. Thanks so much for the text messages. They are always fun and exciting mm. to read, and, and it really, they it brighten my day. Absolutely. Uh, I look forward to them so much. Another thing I'm looking forward to is the sound of the trumpet. Dude, this is... This is one of my favorite Bible studies.
1: My favorite verses right yeah. here. This got, is incredible.
0: I got stories upon stories about these verses that we got to share. Oof. But we got to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. While you're turning their loss, I'm going to say a quick prayer. Father in heaven, we just ask that as we read your word this morning, you would bless us, you would fill us with the Holy Spirit, and you'd help uh, all of us and our listeners as well uh, to grow closer to you because of the word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Totally first you. Thessalonians chapter four verses thirteen to eighteen before you read that i uh, I want to read a little quote from this book called Acts of the Apostles uh-huh. uh it uh, basically saying the Thessalonians were really upset because a bunch of people were dying uh, mm. you know they were just really sad everyone's dying everyone is uh just upset because they don't know what's going to happen they, they the future is not looking good and they're they're all followers of Christ but they they kind of had this idea that you have to remain alive until Jesus comes back in order to see him again. And then this book, Acts of the Apostles, comes in with a powerful quote. They had carefully guarded the lives of their friends, lest they should die and lose the blessing which they looked forward to receiving at the coming of their Lord. So th- they thought they had to be alive. Mm. But one after another, their loved ones had, take, had been taken from them. And with anguish, the Thessalonians had looked for the last, day, last time upon the faces of their dead, hardly daring to hope to meet them in a future life. Mm. Then, 1 Thessalonians, the first letter to the Thessalonians is written by Paul in relation to this very topic. This thing that was heartbreaking, that they were stressed out about. He sends a letter starting in uh, verse 13. Can you read that from
1: 13 to 18? In 1 Thessalonians 4, starting in verse 13, the Bible says, And now, dear brothers and sisters... Okay, hold on. I need to read this in my Bible. I'm reading out of the studio Bible, but this is like... This is a passage that I've, I've memorized, like, you know. I was, in fact, I was giving a Bible study on this passage earlier this week. First Thessalonians chapter four and verse 13, where the Bible says, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe Jesus, that Jesus died and rose again, Even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and thus we shall always be with
0: the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Mm, I got so many stories on this. This this passage has been a game changer for me in my mm. life. Uh, I guess the first one I will just share. The passage, the passage of the Bible that we just read right there. Uh, my dad passed away in 2014. It was a while mm. ago. I was living in Perth, and we I got the phone call that he was sick, And then I had a friend of the family. They actually flew me through Dubai over the North Pole right into San Francisco. I got out of the car. We drove all the way to Redding that very night in my grandma's little smart car, which I literally could barely fit in with my knees up around my head because it was so tiny. And uh, we get there. The hospital security wouldn't let us in. And I'm a big boy. (laughs) And I just said, okay, you're going to have to, You're like, this is it. I'm going to go past you. So you get to choose what you're going to do with your life here. And mm-hmm. so the security was like, okay, we're going to let you go. Because I, I basically had pushed the door open and gone up, and they were, like, kind of chasing me. But at the same time, I was like, nothing's going to stop me. So I go <clears throat> to the ICU, and then the nurses, well, the security are kind of chasing. I would run past them, actually, and the, the, the nurses are like, ah, you know, you can't go in there. And I was like, ah, try and stop me. Ha-ha. You know, I was like, never going to stop me. Security comes up behind, and then the nurses see who I was there to see, and they just said, it's okay. And then the security left. And so then that night I talked to my dad. Uh, we, we'd held hands, we prayed, and I told him, you know, I'm here, and I'm going to mm-hmm. take care of uh, mom and my sister mm-hmm. as well too. And that was the last time I talked to my dad. Mm-hmm. It was really, really heavy. And then, you know, you know, with the, the funeral happened. We were there, and it was this verse that I read over and over and over again. It was the only thing that got me through Mm. that time. Uh, It was pretty, pretty intensely painful dealing with that. So then read this verse over and over and over, come back from the States. Uh, We arrive back in Perth. I'd been gone for maybe a month and a half, probably or or about a month because everything that had happened, had just had taken a while to sort everything out. I get back land in Perth the day that I land. Uh, my wife's mother is diagnosed with a brain tumor Mm. and then she leaves to go to Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. And so then it was like I land and then she left the same day and it was just me and my son. We're all there waiting. You're listening to The Breakfast Show
1: Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Picking up our story from where we left off, I was there. It was my stepson and I. We were all by ourselves. My daughter and my wife had gone over to uh, Zimbabwe, and then they were there for six weeks taking care of my mother-in-law, who had a brain tumor. Then the day – so everything – she had been given a diagnosis. She was supposed to live for another six months to maybe, you know, 12 months is what what they had said. Mm. The day that – they get back to Perth, so we were over there for six weeks. I hadn't seen her, uh, my, f- my whole family; hadn't been all together for you know several months now. Mm. The day she gets back, my mother-in-law passed away, Oof. and so then all four of us we fly back to Zimbabwe, and then they had this this is the most giant funeral I've ever seen in my entire life, and there was mm. there was at least fifteen hundred people there, maybe more. It was crazy. Because my mother-in-law was, they called her Dorcas. You know, her mm. name Her name's actually Misper, which is my daughter's name. She's named after her. Uh, but they called her Dorcas because she was just like the Dorcas lady who like literally brought the community together. And mm. uh, they, they put a fund together where they would buy food and distribute it to everyone in the community. And, you know, she made a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. And so we're there. We had this, the funeral happened. I, I tried my best to say some words in Shona, uh, which is the language of Zimbabwe. They're the, the predominant language, and then I'm, because I'm a makwasha, so a makwasha means like the son-in-law, right? And uh, the one of the uh, duties of a makwasha, traditionally in the Zimbabwean culture, is to bury the, the mother-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. So this is like a, actually my job, so. So me and and two others, there's three McQuashes, uh, we, and the dirt there is super red, right? And they lowered her into the grave, and then I started shoveling and putting the dirt on top of the coffin, putting the dirt on top of the coffin. And my daughter, who was maybe three or four at the time, uh, uh, she was born in 2011, so I think she's maybe four and a half at the time, uh... Or maybe three and a half actually now that I think about that. So she's standing there watching me and she just goes, Why are you putting like and she's like a crazy kid, like she was speaking full mm. sentences when she was like three, so I don't know what's up with her, but mm. maybe she's gonna be on radio someday. Uh but she's like, you know, Dad, why are you putting all the dirt on top of Gogo? Mm. So go go is like the the little nickname for grandma mm. in, in the belly in a different language, but in Zimbabwe. And I just said well, when a person when a person dies, we bury them. That's what that's just what we do. And she's like, But when Jesus blows the trumpet, it doesn't matter how much dirt you put on, it's not gonna keep her in the ground. And I just mm. said with tear filled eyes, I was like, That is correct. Mm. And I just it was like this moment where I was like, Well, I may not have done much good in my life, but I did something right in teaching mm. her that, you know? Mm. <laughs> and it was this moment that really solidified this verse. So this, this so you have to understand what had happened here. My father passed away. Mm. I'm reading this verse, this passage over and over and over and over, and I had shared that with my family, right? And and I'd share that with my daughter during all this when all this stuff is happening. So then, when I'm burying Gogo, she's like, "What are you doing? Mm. Like, you're the one that told me when Jesus blows the trumpet, no one's going to be kept in the ground." Mm. And I just was like, I love it. It was like from the mouth of babes, you know, Mm. like her faith (laughs) was just so powerful and so Mm. strong and it was so beautiful. And so whenever I read this, like I've got a lot of emotions tied up with this, uh, this verse for me, because it's very real and it is very connected. I'm looking forward to the day that I get to see my father and I can see my go-go (laughs) Mm. Uh, again, and uh, we are reunited in heaven. It's going to be weird for them because they've never actually met each other mm. <laughs> when we're up in heaven. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that day uh, when we all get to be in heaven and there's no more sorrow, there's no more sadness, there's no more pain, there's no more suffering. Mm. Uh, but we get to share eternity uh, with each other. Absolutely. Oh,
1: powerful, moving stuff here on The Breakfast Show. This morning, I'll just quickly get our quiz out of the way. Not that we don't want you to play it, but we've been, I, I, I've been deeply touched uh, by what's being, what you've shared, Blake. Uh, but hey, in the Song of Songs, chapter five, the beloved describes her lover's legs as pillars of what? <laughs> so, a bit of a tonal shift there. 0491 <laughs> is the number to call. Again, in Song of Songs, uh, chapter five, the beloved describes her L- lover's legs as pillars of what? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. No, definitely a compliment I'd like to be said about me. Uh, um, <laughs> but if you know the answer, please call a text us. You'll go into the draw to win our. This is definitely
0: of a zigzag show. That's right. We, we sing and then we, we zag. zag. Now getting
1: back to the trumpet and and what our twenty million movement Bible study really brings out, uh, particularly of, of this verse in regards to because well the whole point is the Thessalonians are incredibly saddened and discouraged by the death of their brethren. And he says, Hey, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning concerning those who died. Yeah. Um, Because what's going to happen is he's going to come back. He's going to blow the trumpet. And with the voice of an archangel with power and glory from on high, he's going to come back and the dead will rise first. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly, I, I said a bit earlier, I was doing a Bible study with a person about this verse this week and we're talking about the dead rising first. Uh, I had a hat on top of my headphones. that just I'm, fell off. Sorry. And Blake's laughing. Um, but the dead will rise first, and then we who are alive and remain will come behind them. Now, what we see here is the Bible stating clearly what takes place. Uh, I was exp- we did a Bible study this week about, uh, with this guy about the gospel. You know, and and what it is that the the gospel is. What is Jesus trying to achieve? And something that I say, I think I've said this before on Faith FM, if you could summarize the Bible into one question, it would be, how does God solve the problem of death? Hmm. Like, if you were to summarize the entire Bible, into, you could summarize into many questions, but I think that that's one of the, one one of the more poignant ones that's like, God. how does God solve the problem of je- death? And it's through the death of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Because of Jesus' death, then we don't experience death because death is the ultimate separation from God. Live, life is what God gives us and death is what is given to us. This is the wages of sin. It's what's given to us. It's the opposite of life. And I'm explaining that to this guy and I actually read this verse and it's like just talking about, oh, well... When, you know, when do we receive that gift of eternal life? Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that it's at the end of time. And this is a person who, who this is a person who previously shared with me their thoughts. This, this person is very Chinese, and they're sharing me their thoughts about spiritualism, like, oh, we never die, and da-da-da-da. Uh, and then I'm reading this verse to him, and we're discussing this topic, and he's like, wait, so the dead, like the wicked, those who don't accept Jesus... They die. And I'm like, yes, because death is the opposite of life. Eternal life is the opposite of eternal death. Mm. And it was just so clear to him. He's like, wait, so if that's the opposite of one another, well, do people go to hell to burn for eternity if they're wicked? Like, again, do people possess innate immortality of the soul that goes either which direction? And the answer is, well, according to this verse and according to many verses in the Bible, no. Mm-hmm. Like when we die, we die and we await for this moment here, the resurrection. When Jesus comes back, he will resurrect us in body and take us to heaven. And at that point, we'll receive salvation at the point where you see Go-Go and Dad and all these different people. It's, it's at that point when we when we see them. It's at that point where we reunite, when Jesus comes back and calls those who have died and who are in the ground, up from the graves.
0: So from the 20 million uh, movement Bible study, it, there's some some uh, things I want to read here. It says, many who accept the theory of the natural immortality of the soul suggest that Christ at his second coming will bring with him from heaven the souls of the righteous dead who are already in heaven with God. Those souls thus can be reunited with their respective resurrected bodies, but such an interpretation is not actually in harmony with the overall teachings of Paul on the subject. So here are the words of a non-Adventist theologian on the meaning of this verse. So this is from Jeffrey A.D. Wima uh, from the Baker Exegetical Commentary on the New Testament, right? The reason why the Thessalonian Christians can have hope as they grieve for the dead members of their church is that God will bring them. That is, he will resurrect these deceased believers and cause them to be present at Christ's return such that they will be with him. The implication is that these deceased believers will not be at, uh, at some kind of disadvantage at the parousia of Christ, but will be with him in such a way that they share equally with living believers in the glory associated with his return. So the time that the, reuni- mm. the reunification process happens is at the second coming. Mm. It would make zero sense for people to go from heaven back into their graves and then be resurrected again. Mm-hmm. But Christ is saying those who are dead in Christ will be resurrected. Again, because this is this is the big thing. A resurrection
1: and the immortality of the soul are mutually exclusive from one another. They cannot mix. These are two doctrines that cancel each other out. You have to have one or the other. One or the, the other. And the Bible clearly supports the resurrection. Amen. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You are listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM, and it's come time where we close up some, some loose ends
0: here <laughs> with the answers. It's time to tie up some loose ends. That's- I have text messages as well, too, but you do yours.
1: All right. So, who murdered Snackerib? His own son's. Yikes! Wow. Uh, who was the prophetess who told Josiah that God would allow him to see peace if he kept the commands of the Book of the Covenant? It was Huldah. It wasn't Miriam, Deborah, or Anna. They were from different time periods. It was Hulda. How many crops of fruit does the Tree of Life bear? It bears twelve. What was Jedediah's other more well-known name? Well, unfortunately, it wasn't Baltimore, uh, but it was <laughs> Solomon. Okay. So Jedediah's real name was Solomon, and yes, that Solomon. Mm. King Solomon. Nice. Uh, and finally, in Song of Songs 5, the beloved describes her lover's legs as pillars of what? Marble. Whoa. And I can 100% say, that is me, bro. I am very <laughs> pale. I am, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am... I am...
0: I am... Not the direction I thought you were going to go with that.
1: Okay. I, I am I am very very pale, and my legs definitely look like so like marble. Up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, got I got, I got a bit of a you. cycling tan at the moment. Like I got like my cycling pants, and then on the outside, it's like it's it's funny looking. But hey, those were the answers. You have some text messages, Blake.
0: Yes, I do. Brayden texts in. Uh, this is a harsh rebuke for me. All your other interpretations, Blake, have been spot on. Mm-hmm. This one is way off. In reference to question mark, the hmm emoji, the moon, the rocket, and the smiley face. He says, who thought moon rocket launch was exciting? Oh, that's what you were saying.
1: Ah, yes, of course. Because that, NASA sent was it, uh, the Artemis project or something?
0: Yeah. I, I think it's the one that Elon was a part of, if I'm not mistaken. This guy's all about space. Uh, Sky texted <laughs> in response to yesterday, a Vegemite cheesecake. Just a picture of a Vegemite cheesecake. Getting wild over uh, the sky. I'm um, seeing that being in radio, Christian radio, makes you vulnerable. This must be a tough gig at times. Not laughing in Bible teaching, uh, but you guys are relating to your listeners. Must be why I look forward to tuning in. Oh, thanks, Sky. Mm. Absolutely. George says, touching story, Blake. I would have done the same, brother. Thanks, mm. George. I uh I look forward to it'd be cool to actually work on that car that he has in the garage sometime. Oh, It'd be cool together. And Margie says, Blake, you pronounce Gogo as Gorgor. The or is like uh the pronouncing factor from ex Zimbo Margie. Margie, are you from Zimbabwe? Shamwari, my friend <laughs> This is awesome, okay. <laughs> I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, Gogo Gogo is actually in debelle, which I don't speak. Mm. So Gorgor I'm I'm Probably pronouncing it wrong here. Mm-hmm. But uh thank you so much, Mark. I'd love some more uh, Zimbabwean Shona lesson. I'm mm-hmm. trying to brush up on my Zim. But we do have a question of the day, and I yes, have a that's quick deep. answer.
1: We have it right now. Question of the day. All right, our question <laughs> of the day today is what are the people that were resurrected with Jesus now doing? If there are only 24 elders, do they take turns? That's from Frecker.
0: Okay, so that's a, a kind of a weird question if you don't understand the context. But the first part, uh, it's believed by many uh, that the 24 elders are often actually identified them with the saints who arose from their graves at the time of Christ's resurrection. So this is a common interpretation of what uh, who these 24 elders are, kind of based on the uh, interpretation of understanding the description of the heavenly throne in chapters 4 and 5 of... Uh, revelation to be fixed at a time before the events symbolized by the seven seals when they begin to take place. So this basis, if the 24 elders are human beings, it follows that they must have been men already in heaven in John's day. Okay, so that's why that interpretation is there. But the main resurrection is still future in First Thessalonians chapter 4 to 16. And you can have a couple other references for this, Matthew 27, 52, 53, and Ephesians 4, 8. And so that is a group known to have already been resurrected. So it's certain, therefore, that the presence of human beings in heaven cannot be taken as evidence that the resurrection of all the redeemed must precede the events portrayed in the seals. So essentially, what those 24 elders are doing is all tied up with who their identity is and being redeemed men already in the days of John. And so that's kind of what that connection there is. So I hope that helps to understand that question. We're, we're running out of time. we got about five seconds here. But I do want to encourage you, look, look at those verses, Matthew 27, 52, 53, Ephesians 4, 8, 1 Thessalonians 4, 16. Fantastic stuff. As you go through this day, don't forget to talk faith, to live faith, to act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ.
1: God be- God uphold you with his sheep securely fold you